Welcome to another edition of Tennis Picks and Bets. I'm John, and as always, you can find me on Twitter at JRTweetsTennis. We finish up the round of 16 on Monday from Roland Garros as the business end of the tournament looms. And before we get to those picks for you, make sure to like this video, subscribe to the Mayo Media Network YouTube channel, then head on over to your favorite podcast provider and rate, review, and subscribe to Daily Fantasy Sports, Picks and Bets, The Mix. We'll start on the men's side where we have one play for Monday. Not the greatest selection with, with Roger Federer withdrawing from the tournament today. Big news. And then, of course, Novak Djokovic and Rafael Nadal always heavily juice prices. Tough to really find angles with value in those matches. So we're going to go with the Diego Schwartzman and Jan Leonard Struff match. We're like the over, over 37 games, Mark at minus 104. This is a match that to me screams a long, close affair. You have Diego Schwartzman, an elite returner who's finally found his form this clay season here at Roland Garros with three decisive victories. Going up against Jan Leonard Struff, who's kind of the opposite kind of player, uses that big serve. He's defended well, though, this week as well. And I have to say, I, I didn't really give him that much respect and didn't think he could carry forward that that form from the first two matches, and he did against Carlos Alcaraz. So it's time to put a little respect on his name, and we're going to go ahead and say we get, get this over 37. You have, again, Yolanda Struve, big serving player, has been in great form. Check out Andre Rublev in the first round, one of the best players on tour uh, for the men. And, and again, when you have a, a match with two guys in form like this, I think they're both going to take a set with their uh, in-form game, right? I think Diego is going to work his way into some Struff games and be able to take a set using decisive returning. And of course, he's he's been okay on serve as well this week, although again, the competition hasn't been that great. But he's not playing a big elite returner. He's playing a tall server who, who's, a, who's not the greatest mover in the world. And he should be able to use his back and forth play off both wings and his variety to be able to at least pull out a set or two. Conversely, I do believe that Jan Leonard Struff can serve his way to a set on his own, or at least a tie break. I, I believe that as good as Diego is on return, Jan is a big server who can definitely hold his way through at least a set, perhaps two. Again, I think this could go in. I think this is going to be a five setter. So the over 37 games market minus 104 looks pretty decent to me. The other two matches, we'll head over to the women's side. We'll begin with Barbara Krejcikova, minus three games against Sloan Stevens at minus 115. Let me preface this by saying it is great to see Sloan Stevens returning to the clay and playing well again. When she is on like she has been this year, her game is so fun to watch. She can move well. She can defend well. And when the time calls for it, when a short ball is sitting in the center of the court, she can really put it away and generate her own pace. The problem here, that inconsistency is still in her game. Right, And she's one of the more inconsistent players on tour. That seems like a death spell against someone like Barbara Krejcikova, who moves extremely well, who's always been comfortable on the clay, and who is very, very consistent. For her to beat Alina Svitolina last round in the decisive way she did, did not see that coming, and I'm super impressed. So I'm going to go ahead and, and lay, mine, lay three games here with Krejcikova based on the fact that she's been super consistent. And then, of course, her form can't be understated. She picked up a title, I believe her the first of her career last week, in, or a week and a half ago now, in Strasbourg. And now, of course, uh, she's really ripping through Roland Garros in very impressive fashion. I do believe Sloane is, is finding her form again, but I don't think the consistency level is there yet. And as a result, I think Barbara Krejcikova exploits that and should take this in two. And of course, with a three-game spread, we have the opportunity to take this in three so long as she doesn't lose a set 6-1, 6-2, uh, 
or six love. So I do believe that this is a plus EV play at minus three games. I think it should be closer to four where you get that kind of uh, tough to tough to cover in three sets and in a tight two setter, it would push. I do believe that three is a game too low. Finally, I want to take another minus three game line. This one, Maria Suckery playing against Sophia Kennan. The odds on that one are minus 104. Maria Sakri has really impressed me this year. The development of her serve to become a not just weapon, but a, a an elite weapon. And her ground strokes, the consistency, the ability to defend, the movement. She's probably the fittest player on tour. And of course, she's really added power to her game as well, can hit laser beams. And I think that's going to allow her to have the advantage over Sophia Kennan, who can also play off both wings and is more of a defender, but she doesn't possess that ability to hit through the surface and her opponent like Sakari does. I don't think Sakari loses much on the defensive side of the game to Kennan, but I think she's got a huge advantage in terms of the power play and the aggressive play. The other thing is Kennan really has not been very good this year. A lot of that has to do with having a pen, uh, an appendix problem and having appendicitis down in Australia. So that is going to take time to recover from, completely understandable. But even her form at this tournament in the last week has not been overly impressive. Beating Yelena Ostapenko in three sets as an underdog, like respectable win, but Yelena Ostapenko is so hot and cold that it's really hard to take those wins as really impressive. Then she beat someone that she was supposed to beat all along. And then in, in Haley Baptiste, although I, I thought Haley Baptiste was competitive and I thought that there might've been some value in her taking a set. She nearly did. She led 5-4 before collapsing and, and losing in straights. And then of course you've got uh, Jessica Pagula, she needed three sets to win that. Now, Pagula's been better this year on clay than in the past, but that's not saying much, and I'm still not convinced uh, that Pagula is, that that's a good win, especially needing three sets to do it. So I'm going to take her form this week with a grain of salt while I look at Suckery's wins. I mean, just the Elise Merton's win alone. She dropped a tie break in the second set, but the other two sets were pretty much hers, especially the third where she wrapped it up and that fitness really came through, taking it 6-2. I have a lot more confidence in Maria Suckery's game than I do in Sophia Kennan's. And once again, I think this should be at four to four and a half games. So lots of room to lay three games here at minus 104 with the Greek. We'll be back for the quarterfinal bets on Monday for Tuesday's matches, of course. The quarterfinals begin Tuesday, and I can't wait to get started previewing those.